All right, here we are again with three guys in a podcast. I'm Andy Smith. I'm Jason Spooner. And I'm Jared Burton. Yes, you are. So uh, the recent heat wave have, has got my wife and I talking about Florida because, you know, we moved up here two years ago from Florida. Mm-hmm. Really? And uh, not that we want to leave Charlotte. I've, I actually have grown very accustomed to it and made a lot of good friends here and, and stuff. But we were talking if we were to move again, you know, where would we go? Definitely Syracuse is out. That's where she's from. I lived up there for a while with her and stuff. That's where we got married. Way too cold. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when, we, when I think of a place to move, climate definitely comes into the category. That is a major factor for moving to a city. It's mainly food for me, what kind of food they have there, what kind of climates. I think, I think you're going to find food at most places. Yeah, I think food's pretty much But everywhere. I'm talking about, like, the oh, cultural. The signature. Oh, yeah, the yeah. signature dishes of that town. Are, the, are a draw to me. What would the signature dish be of uh, wide open Montana? I wonder. Would be wide, a, wide open meat pie. <laughs> it would be actually deer jerky. Deer, deer, deer jerky. jerky. I think deer jerky is in the meat pie. Yeah. Yeah. So what, t- did you know that, Andy? I did not know yeah. that. We you did. learn something new every day. So if you, you know, if if you had other cities you would like to move to, what would they be, and what would the attraction be? I think uh, for me personally, it would either be a city in Europe. I can move to. I won't be able to speak the language, but I just I would love the architecture. I love that style and that sure. laid backness. Or it would have to be Chicago or Seattle. They speak uh, English in England, as in Europe. Oh, well, you speak English, English. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably be able to understand them. If you go to Italy, <laughs> if you go to Italy, you might be in trouble. Yeah, like you yeah. go to Europe and you'd be like, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> now, now you'd go to Seattle because of the coffee. Oh, I go to Seattle for two reasons. One, because of the coffee. And the rain. Because God knows there's no Starbucks anywhere else. Oh, I man. love coffee. And two, uh, I grew up across the channel there uh, in Victoria. Oh, okay. just an island off the coast of Vancouver. I lived there for two years, so I would love to live close enough to go back really? and visit. Maybe I need huh. to expand my climate horizons because I've been to Seattle, but once again, Jared brought it up. That rain, man. The it's rain. like every day. Yeah, but I would think you'd get used to it, and you'd have some oh, extreme you, you, rain gear, and you, you'd be like... Uh, just traveling with a bar of soap. You're like, whoa, it's rain time. It's, it's time to go to work. Saving I got my, uh, got my canoe and my oar. I think it's <laughs> one of those things going? where you would get used to it or you would develop sad. Yeah. Well, they said that it's one of those areas. I mean, not to be totally off uh, kilter, but it is one of those areas. They said they do see a rise in depression because it is kind of a gloomy weather throughout the yeah. year. Seasonal but, something depression disorder. Yeah, something Syracuse like that. is the same way. Yeah. If, if you suffer from that disease, whatever it is, where you can't go out in the sun <laughs> – and stuff. Hey, I don't know the Isn't name of it. Isn't that called being an albino? Do I look, vampire? Do I look like a doctor? You if look like you might be a candidate for that. <laughs> if you're, yeah, I know. If you're a vampire, they send you to Syracuse because you can go out during the day and it won't you you won't burn. Uh, actually, uh, I, I actually read this in an article this week. It's that whole line of uh, longitude. Oh yeah. Any every like city that's on that longitude line from Seattle to Syracuse because that's about the same area all the way yeah. to England. That's true. All the way around, they all have a higher amount of uh, depression than any other spot spa We should world. send Bob Ross there so he can put up happy clouds. You know Bob's dad. That would be brilliant. We should dig up Bob Ross <laughs> and send and, him there. And bury him there. <laughs> totally solving all the problems. And <laughs> everybody could be happy walking by his Shut grave. Shut that down. <laughs> it's the happy grave. Um, I would say I have, I've moved a good bit, but it's been kind of in the southeast region, so I haven't really been out of this uh, too terribly. Uh, I would have always wanted to go to like Denver, Colorado. I just think being a mile up. Now, see, I'm actually, I'm actually with you going on that. there on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just think it's, uh, from what I've heard, you know, it's a really pretty town. It's, yep. it's a fun city to be in. 
Um, you know, obviously I have draws to Chicago for, um, you know, just the opportunities that are there, the neat city. Everybody I know that's been to Chicago loves love it. Chicago. Yeah. Um, definitely have always wanted to live overseas. Uh, like, uh, I would love to go to Spain where they have the siesta in the middle of the day. Or like <laughs> France where it's like a mandatory well, five weeks. Well, I just go to Mexico Town in Charlotte. Same thing? No, it's not. Cause <laughs> Mexico Town? Chinatown. I've been here for a while. and I, I mean, I've driven during times of the day when I think I'm in Mexico Town. But Is that uptown in the loop? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where exactly is Mexico Town? I, I don't know. <laughs> Try on in Mexico. Is that right next to Lego City? <laughs> <laughs> Denmark Town? <laughs> yeah. All right. No. I get, I, I'm with you on Denver, Colorado, though. Even though I'm not about the cold weather, I just, yeah. it just looks cool with the mountains and everything. Yeah. You step off you that know? airport, the first thing you see is the Rocky Mountains, like right in front of you. That and they is awesome. Actually, um, I think when you step off, they hand, hand you a, a pair of Birkenstocks and a sure, scarf. They do. Yeah. It's I like going color. to Hawaii. They give you a yes. lay in Hawaii. In Denver, they give you a little Birkenstock. Birkenstock. Seattle, right. they give you coffee. Yeah. Coffee. New York, they give you a mugging. Right. And uh, they give you a can of mace. Here's your mace. <laughs> a disease to take home. <laughs> here's your, here's your, drop your pants. We'd like to give you an STD. Oh. Oh, what Charlotte give you? I, I, what Charlotte give you? Um, broken wallet? <laughs> yeah, broken, broken wallet. An education in NASCAR? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's useful. Here's your, here's your handy jack and your air gun. Actually, oh, man. Oh. They give you a southern accent. You get off the plane. Wow, this is great. I'm so glad I live here. Holy cow. Why am I talking like this? No. I must be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, dang. Yeah. Woo, Jeff Gordon. Go. I, I'm, not a, I'm not an NASCAR fan. No, not at all. Yeah, me neither. I've always been under the impression it's the biggest waste of gas we have right now. <laughs> get, NASCAR should run on ethanol. We're talking about <laughs> gas shortages and like you know gas prices shooting through the roof, and then we pay these people millions of dollars to waste to gas drive, <laughs> to drive in a circle. You just got to where you just started from really fast. Five hundred times. Congratulations. Exactly. Here's your big gold cup at another million dollars. We just killed the Charlotte market right there. <laughs> They're like NASCAR. I love NASCAR. <laughs> My son's name NASCAR. <laughs> I have twins. One named Nas, the other named Carr. We'll get him back. Just do this. But I love Budweiser. See, Charlotte's back. <laughs> yeah. They love us. Uh, I love banks. Banking is fantastic. <laughs> banks are outstanding. Banks and NASCAR. All right. I have a question. Uh, did you want to say where do you want to go, Andy? I actually, yeah, real quick. I. I go to San Diego every year for a convention. Oh, San Diego is gorgeous. Mm, it's rated number things. one in the country for climate because it's always about 75 degrees. Low crime wow. rate, very clean city right on the bay. I just can't deal with earthquakes. They don't happen much there, but it's the whole West Coast earthquake thing. Earthquakes. I actually went through an earthquake when I was 16 yeah. up in Canada. It's pretty scary. Wait a second. They have an earthquake in Canada? Well, it's on the same fault line that goes up the the Seattle yeah. area and down to California isn't that woke up and yeah. it was like four in the morning I woke up and then I'm like why am I awake and then 20 seconds later the whole room starts shaking I'm like what is this did the, what is this magical box <laughs> why is it shaking did the uh, Mounties come to your rescue <laughs> they did <laughs> I can see them like flying in and dropping off weed to calm down the crowd <laughs> in Canada they'd be like guys try this <laughs> well they they made a story on the news of what caused the earthquake. It turned out it was actually a uh, sinister man with a long, spinny mustache that had built an earthquake machine. <laughs> but then a flying squirrel and a moose <laughs> stopped him. Yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> the heroes of Canada. You read that article, too? Yeah. All right. Well, I had something I wanted to talk to you guys about. 
This actually happened last week. Um, there's a friend of mine that was here uh, for an open mic set, which really has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But I was talking to him afterwards, and there's this girl that he works with. They're really good friends, and they hang out, and people think that they're together. But he came up, he came up to me, and afterwards I was talking to him. I was like, oh, you know, I, I like her, and, you know, and what's going on and stuff. And he's like, she only dates black guys. That was, I mean, that was a statement which – to me, it was interesting because I, I, you know, I know the girl. I've known her for a while, and it's just kind of a, a, not that I have a problem with interracial dating. You know, sure, I, I have no problem with it. I, I'm definitely attracted to uh, the other races that are out there. I but just, it was one of those things that, like, I, I, I just don't. You don't hear that as much. I, you know, normally the, the spectrum's there as far as I can be attracted to any guy now because I like black guys, and you know, she's Caucasian, and she must like white guys as well as what you think, but. Well, I just like to say that, but when I was single, I only dated women. I mean, yeah, you know, I would only date women. <laughs> you know, is and that is that wrong? No, <laughs> it's like I mean, the same thing. She only dates black guys. I only date women. You yeah. know. Well, I just I think it's kind of one of those statements that, like, you know, when it he, is weird when he said it. You know, I mean, it's, you, you kind of sit, and it's still kind of one of those things where it's 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 got a stigma to it that you don't. You don't like. I mean, it's it's still there as much as you want to pretend like it's not. But when he says that, you know, people look like, oh, really? You know, like, and, and it, what? Yeah, but you know what would be I mean, worse if she said being being Caucasian. If she were to say, well, I only date white guys, yeah, then you, then it'd be like, well, yeah. what's that? Well, all then about? that's well, then she. Yeah. Most people, most women, white women do that, but they just don't say it. Yeah. Well, I, I know that Heather, uh, uh, prior to uh, us getting together, you know, dated other races as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so she downsized. If you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, what, you know, the, the, the thing is, is they say once you go black, you never go back. And apparently... That's, that's not, not true. true. It's not true. I've broken the curse. So, Well, um, what do you, have you guys dated other... Like, I've, don't, I've never dated a black woman, but I dated a, a couple Asian girls once. And... I've that, dated that Asian, Costa Rican. I've dated um, a one black girl in the high school... Um, but uh, you know, I, it was never. It was. I ne- I've never had like what I would consider a long relationship yeah. with. No, my word. And it's, it's not necessarily. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's any particular reason why. It was more along the lines that just never ended up happening that way. Sure. You know, it just we never clicked and and. Yeah. As it wasn't like I'm gonna get with the Caucasian if it kills me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was a uh, more mark on that totem pole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. No, I, I think with my, me personal, it's all what you're attracted to. It just shouldn't matter what the race is. It shouldn't matter. About no, the no. That being said, I have not dated anyone else from another race. Not because I haven't been a, you know, I'm a racist pig, but just because I just haven't had the opportunity where a woman I w- was into was a different race. Yeah, they've all just been white. Well, you know, red hair. And I know you're not food. racist, but I would say you're kind of muffled. Could you take that white hood off? <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, Sorry, it's kind of hard to hear you How's right this? now. Is this better? Can you hear me now? That's so much clearer without that that fabric in your face. I mean, we. Oh. we I, I love how we all still pretend it's like a skin color thing, but it, really, I think when it comes to dating relationships. There's still such a huge cultural difference. You know, I, oh, yeah, I work sure. with a lot of African Americans, Black people, whatever you want to call it, and I mean. I am great friends with these people, but there is such a cultural difference in our in our life outside of work that oh, it's yeah. like I just don't know what common ground that we would have if we did date. It's not that I don't like them; it's not that they're great people. Sure, but it's just you know we're not. No, I know what you're what saying. What would you talk about? I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what, well, apparently wow. that was it. No, no, <laughs> no, there, I guess no that's the answer. <laughs> wow. So I, I just wanted to know what you guys thought about that because I just thought it was an interesting statement for someone to make. Uh, in that position. Well, I mean, here's a question. Did, 
did she tell her friend what her reasoning behind that is? No, I mean, I, there's, I, there's, that's what I'm saying. I have no reason. I mean, I would love to know. I would love to ask her and go, well, what's your reasoning? I mean, why Why is that? Yeah, because we you all know. fall to the old stereotype of, oh, why would you date him? And, and I, knowing this girl, I, I don't think that's why. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, I don't. there's also the thing about some, how to put this delicately, the, uh, the more there is of a woman to love, the more an African-American man would be inclined to date her. This is a small girl. She's not a. She's not well, that blows that down the water. <laughs> you guys know the girl I'm talking about. I just haven't said her name. So. Oh, okay. You yeah. have to say after the show. Yeah, yeah. well. Draw a picture. <laughs> can you write it for us? Draw a portrait so you can see. Yeah, write her name down, and then we'll all go, oh. oh. And then everybody will be like, what's going on? He's writing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And I, I was talking to um, Mr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he was telling me that. Wow. From, uh, I did not know that. Yeah. That is kind of shocking. Everybody that's like. listening in is like, what's uh, your name? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. We don't normally do inside jokes on air. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I still have Jason's still out. trying to figure it Jason, out. We'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can explain it to you later. He knows who it is. So. Yeah. That's all that's important. You that's what Andy that's all that matters. Yeah, that's really doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> All right, you said you had a subject you wanted to I'm talk so about. So bad with names, <laughs> and, and that, that's honestly what I would love to talk about right now is how bad people are with names. I am so bad with names. I got a new job, right? By the second week there, I was still calling people by the wrong name, <laughs> or just going, "Hey, man!" Every time I saw them. I got to yeah. tell you, James, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, thanks so, a lot. With you. <laughs> I'm so bad with. <laughs> no, it's true though. I am too. It's awful. And I try those dumb techniques where you're like, "What well, when you meet somebody? Take the first letter of the name." And it's like, "Oh, I met Rick." R goes with racing. I'll always remember Rick now. Alligator <laughs> Andy. I just try to happen. say the name. Like that's the, that's times. the only way that I'll do that. Like the next time I see him, like they're like, "Hey, the, my name's Shane." I'm like. Shane, it's good to see you. I'm so glad we went to the bathroom together, Shane. See, that's not bad. I, what I do is really off because I repeat it right in front of them. They're like, oh, Andy, we'd like you to meet Tom. I'm like, oh, hey, Tom. Give me a second. Tom, Tom, Tom. Tom. You're Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom. Tom has brown hair. His glasses. He's portly. He makes me think of tomatoes. Tom, tomato, Tom. Tomato, tomato Tom, Tom. Tom. And then I it's like this really awkward because Tom's like, Andy, Andy, <laughs> what, what Andy, was, Andy. What was most embarrassing is, you know, at the end of the night, I was like, all right, Tim, see you later. Oh, <laughs> it, it didn't even work. Well, my thing is, I, I don't remember names, but I remember faces like no one's business. But it always it leads to that point in the night when you see someone that you know in that face, but you don't know who it is. So it just bugs you oh. all night long. You're like, why do I know that person? I'm amazingly good with faces. Like, I could see your face at one time, four years later. I, I know that I've seen you before and had a conversation. Cannot tell you where. It probably probably <laughs> can get a about. general idea what the conversation was about. I have no idea where it happened. But I, I don't know how many times that I've done that. Well, see, there's yeah, a person that we, that we all know that isn't good with names and faces, but she'll remember what you wore the first time you met. Really? You know? And uh, which it's funny because I don't I'm, – I'm bad with people and clothing. You know, like we drop our daughter off at daycare in the morning, and wait, this is and she has a change of clothes at daycare, right? For in case she has, wait, so in case she has an accident and stuff, and I go pick her up in the afternoon, and I bring her home. My wife gets home from work. She's like, she had an accident at daycare, and I'm like, why do you say that? She's like, she's wearing different clothes. I'm like, really? I was gonna, I, didn't even I was totally thinking you brought the wrong kid home because she changed. <laughs> like, I switch clothes. I walk in home. and like I'm like, my kid's gone. Where is she? She's, she's, right, she's right there. I'm like. 
You're not my child. <laughs> we sent you with blue jeans and a red shirt, and you're wearing a yellow shirt. God forbid she ever gets taken or something, and we're at the mall. It's like, what was she wearing? I'm like, I have no idea. Clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she was definitely wearing clothes. Well, what does she look like? Well, she's four. She looks like a four-year-old white kid. <laughs> yeah. That narrows it down. <laughs> no. I, I, you know, because I've moved a good bit, like, uh, I, I guess names have never really been uh, particularly that important to me unless we become friends, and then I try to learn them eventually, but... Well, here, here's the worst is, uh, you know, drawing comic books for a living. I go to conventions. I meet lots of fans. Well, you get these guys, you know, repeat fans. They come up to you because they see you every year. And they know you. And they're like, Andy, man, it's great to see you again. How you been doing? And I just got to go. That's where the improv comes in, man, because I'm just rolling with it going, it's going good. How's it been? It's been a long time since I've seen you. are like, oh, how's the kids? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I have nothing I can ask them about that because even though I've seen this person year after year, I don't remember his name. <laughs> you know, I don't. You know, he's like, remember that sketch you did for me last year? <laughs> oh yeah, I sure do. It was great. Man. See that that only works if that person actually knows you and it's not thinking that he knows you but doesn't know you. So he starts off a conversation because obviously. You've oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like this. You, got, you everyone has someone come up there to them and be like, oh man, and then realize, oh wait, wrong person. Oh yeah. That, yeah. The worst oh, is when they start man. having a conversation with you and you don't know what anything it's about and you think you're the one to blame. Like, gosh, we have so much history. Why don't I remember this person? Wait, here's the best. I was trying to suck up to an editor about ten years oh. ago, right? Yeah. I walk into his office at Marvel Comics. He was the editor in chief, okay? And wow. he just had triplets, right? Oh, and I'm like, Bob, how's it going? Good to see you. And he's like, Oh, it's going good, Andy. What's happening? I said, Not much. Hey, how are those little girls doing? And he just looks at me and goes, Uh, I have boys. <laughs> and I was like, boys, girls, kids, they're all the same after a while, right? You know, you haven't had to recover from that. So three of them. I got three. There, was, <laughs> there, there goes the sucking up right out the window. Needless they may be later on in life. You never know, Bob. <laughs> needless to say, I left that office without a job oh. that day. Oh, so, just for that. Yeah. Um, can I guys tell you about what I did last night? Yes. Draw pictures. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nah, yeah, draw pictures so Jason can figure it out. What? I still can't tell what's going on. What's that stick figure doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, um, I was uh, emceeing at a, a comedy club last night, and um, my parents came to the show. Oh, sweet. Yeah, cool. and so it's, uh, it's the first time they see me do that, um, so it was fun. Um, now, wait, it, real quick. Did you, could you at one point go, that's my dad laughing? Okay, a little quieter, Dad. I don't yeah. need it. <laughs> no, it was cool because, I mean, like, well, they were kind of sitting, like, I'm, you know, um, whenever you do a club, most of the time they'll let you get some people in free. So sure. I, was, I got to get my family in for free. So they kind of were sitting not in the very front, you know. Yeah. Um, they were still in the room. It wasn't a big room, but they were kind of far enough away where I couldn't really tell if they were laughing or not. But, <laughs> but I did ask, uh, you know, my wife was there as well, and I was asking, what, was my parents laughing? Yeah. Because you, know, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to ask them because they'll say, of course we were. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like because I, I did some jokes last night. And I did some um, – I have one joke that I tell that uh, I can tell on air here, but it, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a sex joke. Sure. And it's one of those things, you know, about me and my new wife. Uh, but it insinuates us, um, you know, having relations before we were married, which is kind of one of those things that, like, you know, I, you know, I mean, I'm sure my parents know because we lived together for a year before we got married, so it's not like a secret. <laughs> I didn't, like, slide it in under it. <laughs> what? what? You guys lived together for a year and had relations? And it's during the show, my parents got up and walked out. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, it's a fun joke. Cause to I, do it with her parents there. It would be even better. <laughs> yeah, that would not go well. <laughs> <laughs> That would be like, all of a sudden I'd see one of those red laser pin lights <laughs> pull up on my chest. <laughs> you just get tackled. Get off of her! 
Your dad stands up during the show and goes, Jared, that's okay. I'm going to go home and knock the bottom out of your mom when the show's over. Knock the bottom Don't worry about it. I'm tapping it later tonight. Well, let me do my sex joke that isn't nearly as bad as what Andy just did. (laughs) But um, basically, I do a joke. I'm talking about... um, Wanting to liven things up, you know, make things a little rougher, a little more spontaneous in the bedroom. And what I've done is I've made a little boxing glove for my penis. <laughs> and so every once in a while we spar. And it's fun. We spar. I give her a right hook to but, her but, it's, but it's gotten really bad because she's gotten really good with the speed bag. <laughs> and so it's made it really painful. <laughs> but it's my joke. It's kind of fun. It works into my bit I have, you know. But I tell that joke and my parents in the room, you know, and it's kind of like, <laughs> I just told a joke about a boxing glove on my penis in <laughs> front of my parents. And here's my dad. <laughs> Dad's holding up his old boxing glove. Yeah, he's like, yeah. good job, son. Dad's in the back class. And going, that's a that's a hand me down from generation to generation. His grandfather had that boxing glove on his penis as well. My dad, my dad walks up to me afterwards. He's like, "So, about this boxing glove, you think I can get one of these? <laughs> think I can borrow one of those?" No. I just like what Jason said. His grandfather had it World War II fighting the Nazis. Nazi. Take that, you Nazi Bam. scum. Bam. Here's my bayonet. Take it. Hey, why do all these Nazis have mushroom stamps on their forehead? <laughs> I don't know. It's fine because you use a boxing glove, and I really am old school. So I go back to the Civil War. I do a couple toothpicks, like a bayonet, <laughs> and I just stab at her. I just wrap tape around her. <laughs> tape around her. Duct tape. You're the duct tape bandit. <laughs> It's like that guy that walks into the bank. He said he duct take the wrong part. <laughs> it's, like, it's like right around your neck. You'll, you'll never recognize me. Uh, oh, it's, no. the, it's the duct tape rapist. Oh. <laughs> we almost could have put this on here. We still can't. We still can't. It's no, uh, last night I actually had a really good night. Yeah. I went and saw The Lion King. Really? Oh, yeah. For $300. No. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. You could have just went somewhere and bent over. (laughs) You could have given me $300. I would have smacked you right in the face. No problem. I wanted to get tickets earlier in the year when they were like for better or for worse seats for cheaper. Wow. Where were you sitting? I hope like on the stage. (laughs) We were sitting. uh, You guys were extras. Ten ten rows back in the center. Okay. So probably one of the best seats in the house. Yeah. But the tickets apiece were like 125 plus that. And I'm just sitting there going, this is awesome. And then my wallet's so empty. Yeah, I'm like, this is so awesome, but oh my goodness, it's thirty dollars an hour. My wife wanted to go see that. Thirty dollars was well, ten hours. Now, now I'm no. curious. Was uh, <laughs> carry the, the one? <laughs> so, did your girlfriend enjoy it? She loved it. Which, so, which made it worthwhile. In the yeah. Year. No, what makes it worthwhile is if you got a happy ending. If you know what I mean, when the show is over. No, this make it worthwhile. Oh, uh, you wasted your money. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, it's her birthday oh, next well, week. Yeah. So I'm like, this is your birthday, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So, but it was really cool because uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. But I've heard it's amazing. I've seen the cartoon. It's all puppetry. Yeah. So you have, like, yeah, say, like, that. a lioness that has, like, uh, half her body is the back hair, and then she's wearing black, and it protrudes from her abdomen. And you have the people, like, the elephant, and they're actually doing that. My favorite character, though, had to be Pumbaa. Pumbaa was this big, fat man. That had a big fat warhog, and then his back was just ribs and a tail, and his whole face would move. And oh, it was man. the most amazing thing to see. Yeah. Like everything cool. else was cool, you know, but Pumbaa. Can I say something about puppets? Yeah. We've got, we've got a friend, you guys know him. Oh, yeah. That's uh, become infatuated with puppets. He's a puppet master. We went out last night to celebrate. There's one of our friends that's going back to school, one of our friends that is uh, moving. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like a going away. We went to a karaoke bar, having good times, karaoke. Oh, did he? 
there was at least four puppets brought into the room. Oh, my God. And this is, I mean, like, I'm cool. I like these guys. They're great. That was so embarrassing. Like, I was, like, so on the other side because they were singing the songs, the karaoke, with the puppets, going around talking to girls with oh, puppets on their hands. They had the cameras? They didn't have the cameras, thank God. Um, but it was just one of those things that, like, I, 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 I'm glad you love puppets. Take them anywhere you want to go. When we go out at night to have a good time, leave the puppets at home. Puppets don't belong in Jack Little Jacks. People no. are joining in, taking their socks, putting them on their hands. How's this? Well, weird. the thing is, though, you said they didn't have the camera. If they had the camera, it would almost be worth it. Because then yeah. you get footage. Yeah, but when you don't have the camera, you're just kind of like, who's the guy with the puppet? Weird. And why is he doing karaoke? <laughs> you're like, Mr. Rogers was my hero. <laughs> <laughs> he traveled with puppets. Lamb yeah. chop, quit singing that rap song. If I shove a cookie in that puppet's mouth, will he shut up? Yeah. I'm just curious. It was just, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that did you, up. Uh, did you go to your go-to karaoke song? I, I didn't. Uh, I signed up for it. Um, I was wanting to do it. Uh, I love. Didn't get to it, huh? But um, I went up there, and I don't know about the place that we go and do karaoke, but there's been two women that have put on karaoke there, and they both come dressed like right afterwards they're going to go stand on the street corner for money. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's the karaoke. I mean, she looked like a karaoke dominatrix is what I what I thought of. Oh, but, yeah? Wow. But uh, we signed up, and there was like, by the time I got there, because, you know, I had to do a show last night. By the time I got there, I signed up, there's like 50,000 people in front of me, and they were letting the same people sing like 18 songs. Oh, that some I lady. Just, I just want to know if the prostitute ladies were up there singing Devo's Whip It. No. Whip It, Whip it Good. One lady got up and sang <laughs> opera. Oh, yeah. No way. Weird. They have opera and karaoke now? Yeah, and let me sure. just tell you, it killed. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that time we went there. There was a, a gay guy who sung uh, All for One, the Three Musketeers song, and it was so unbelievably awful. It was just, <laughs> the pitch was off. He was singing his heart out, but my, my eyes were like crying, my ears were bleeding. Had an aneurysm during it. There was an Asian guy that sang Born in the USA, which was hilarious. <laughs> the irony is not lost to our audience. Because <laughs> it definitely was, everyone's like, you know, and I mean, I hate to be stereotypical, but you know, like the Asian people in karaoke, it's like, oh yeah, uh, you know. Our they, they friends pulled it. out the little cameras, started <laughs> taking was like, pictures. Born in the USA. Oh, you know what? Because like, Born in North Korea just didn't get enough of families, you know? They had to, they had to make it. Oh, that, that was his much. first choice. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. So. Born in Luxembourg. <laughs> All 20 other people start singing along in the world. And later Hosen. All right. Well, uh, we were going to start on time today, but uh, Jason decided to stop by oh. one of his favorite restaurants right oh, before he got goodness. here. Guys, <laughs> I, I, I'm so fuming. I mean, I can even say this. I went to Taco Bell on the way up here, right? And I left a good, you know, 10 minutes early for my house. You get a bad case of TB. (laughs) Terrible case of TB. (laughs) Pamela Lee would punch you right now. I knew it was bad when he walked in with a dead chihuahua. (laughs) I was like, dude. So, uh, no, no, I'm the only one in the drive-thru, so I'm like, oh, lickety-split, right? (laughs) Lickety-split. There's that terminology again. No, no. It takes five minutes for her to even acknowledge that I'm at the drive-thru window. So I'm at, the whole time I'm like singing along to the radio. I'm like thumping on the thing, going, you know, I'm going, hello, 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 hello. She's going good night. And she's like, hello. I'm like, yeah. She's like, hello. Is is, is somebody there? Like, what? Just so everybody knows, it's like Sunday morning at like eleven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else is eating like Sunday brunches, uh-huh. going to like Golden Corral, and Jason's like. 
Taco Bell. <laughs> no, all right. So I'm like, all right. And she's like, one second. I'm like, what are you? What are you what's all I'm the only one in line. What am I waiting for? I'm trimming my nails. One second, sir. Yeah, one second. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, you know, 10 minutes later, I finally place my order, right? Yeah. Drive around, go to the window. No one's at the window. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with my card out. Two minutes later, she hands me my drink, shuts the window right away, doesn't even take my card. I'm like, okay. 20 minutes later. <laughs> She passes the food to me. Really? I'm like, I'm like well, did you just go to Mexico for this? <laughs> is, is that what this is? I, I have to tell you, the Taco Bell is not actually Mexican food. Well, I, I know that. <laughs> well, you have to go to, go to Mexico town in Charlotte to get it? Faux Mexican, but yeah. it's good. No, I was, I was just, it took me 37 minutes to go wow. through Taco Bell. And I, I mean, that's, that is ridiculous. I could eat at a sit-down, fancy-smancy restaurant for 20 minutes. And this is Taco Bell. Dude, I went to a Taco Bell KFC yesterday. My wife and I are behind this car. They had tinted windows. It was a small little car. It must have been a clown car because the <laughs> amount of drinks and food that got passed into that car felt like it was about 20 minutes long. I mean, it was driving us crazy. It was drink after drink after drink. We're like, oh, they're done. Oh, here comes the bags of food after bag after bag after bag. <laughs> Here's your receipt. It was ridiculous. The receipt stretched down to the pavement. That's right. I love going. They unrolled to, it. I love going to Taco Bell for one reason and one reason only. I like to go to the drive-through and order three tacos and wait for them to ask me if I want them hard or soft. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, "Hard, please." <laughs> Can you ask me that again? <laughs> it's my high school fantasy. I just love. It. I love just. I've been doing that since I was like sixteen. <laughs> Three tacos, please. And I just wait. They're going to ask. <laughs> Any minute wait for it. Have they, have they ever not it? asked? And you're like, don't you want to know how I want them? <laughs> you didn't ask me? <laughs> I don't want them now. Just give me a chalupa. <laughs> I'd like a flaccid taco. <laughs> and uh, my wife wants a hard one. Rock solid. <laughs> Rock solid. Uh, With lots of the white sour cream. Oh. Mm, gushy goodness. Yum. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, oh, let's finish it off with a nice warm fuzzy. <laughs> warm fuzzy you know what one. I love is bunnies. <laughs> I love bunnies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what the first. meat was in your taco. You had a taco bell. So. All right. Actually, uh, I'll say that story for later. All right. All right, guys. Well, did you have fun? I had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, oh, yeah. Three guys in a podcast is always good times. I am uh, Jared Burton. I am Jason Spooner. And I'm Andy Smith. And we are Three Three Guys guys in a Podcast. Podcast.